What day is it, Trevor? <sighs> it could be Thursday. What time is it? <laughs> Mate, I just... I don't I've been awake that. for four days, it feels like. Um, it's 12.51. It's coming up on uh, 11 hours of awakeness for me. Awakeness? <laughs> yeah, I got up at one forty-five. I wanted to be... Oh, that's early. Mm, I wanted to shower, you know, get here, which is a big four-minute drive. <laughs> and I, I needed to make sure that every, everything was set up. For oh, for your cross. Show, yeah, yeah, sure. You know what it's like. Phone rings, phone rings, phone rings. Yeah, yeah. I've done, I've done 15 interviews on the radio as well today. So, yeah. And, you're, and you, you did your TV cross on top I of all your... I smashed some uh, Cocoa Pops in the middle and uh, <laughs> Char Grill Charlie's at 11, so... Smashed it, wow. It's basically heading up to dinner time now. Yeah, that's, that's where it's I'm after at. definitely afternoon tea time. Afternoon tea, <coughs> I don't have afternoon tea. But um, yeah, it you was afternoon tea every day. No, okay. oh, I have I have like a I have my lunch which I just ate now, and then I might have something small like a maybe a, like a yogurt or something, something like an afternoon, like a bit of fruit or something. Because um, yeah, I'm I'm back on the in the groove, mate. I'm back in the groove food wise and training wise, and yeah, I'm I'm back feeling better. Good stuff. <laughs> Right, well, um, I don't know. Should we just do a show? Well, let's uh, let's I mean, do. I, s- I didn't come here just to visit you, so oh, oh that's <laughs> that too. But that wasn't the only reason. That cuts deep. Anyway, let's uh, let's do a show. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 442 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. We do it all. Thanks to them. We'll tell you about them shortly. Uh, Stephen, <sighs> strange. We, I knew what we should have been. I didn't earn any freaking fly points I'm, this I'm, week. I'm surprised you didn't play at the start of the show, just yeah. to boost, just to sort of boast about the production values. Oh, right. Do you know the oh, way mate. to San Jose? Because we'd be there now, but because of the current situation, we had to set the alarm for 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. And normally normally that's kind of the, if you don't get invited on the trips, that that's kind of the, the walk of shame. You've got to get up in the middle <laughs> of the night sort of thing. Yeah, right. You know, you're not good enough to be on the trip, so you've got to get up in the middle of the night. But what's interesting is... Um, even so, when you're when you're in San Jose for this event, the event's at ten o'clock. Uh, you would need to be downstairs at eight thirty. What at nine? And Early then they take that. you to the bloody thing. Like <coughs> eight o'clock, you're there two hours people, early. People don't realise we queue up. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like people don't realise we, we queue up as long as the keynote is. We eh? get there basically <laughs> two hours before. Yeah. An hour of which is kind of murmuring and waiting to get some sort of queuing in, and then there's an, an inside where you're milling for bloody forty five minutes. Yep. Before you then, then you go, go in and take yeah. a seat, and you and you're in the seat probably like forty five minutes before even the keynote starts. Because this is a normally, <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? A massive venue. It's the, huge. The convention center in San Jose, yeah. and it's quite a long, wide venue, and so yeah. there'd be two and a half thousand, three thousand people in there. Sitting on the on floor level, not tiered seating, and yep. it's a massive, massive thing. And so the idea of not doing that, full stop, was in and of itself, you know, quite special this year. It's very different. Yeah. And we've had another event, if you want to say, it was the iPhone SE. Yeah. Where there was a you know bit of a, a video presentation. Yeah. Um, I figured it was going to be similar, but it was very much a. Well produced, but not overproduced. Yeah, keynote. it was pre-prepared. It's like I, I was, and I realised straight away this wasn't the case. I thought they might have done it live. Ah, oh, right. They, they, they like if people are in the Do audience. Do it live. They go, come on, yeah. You know, like so. I thought Tim Cook would walk out. It'd be ten o'clock live time there. Hey, and here we are. Welcome to WWDC. No, I, never I know you can't that. be here. Never expected that. And so it was quite highly produced, I found. They really, they, you know, they were zoomed in and out of places. Like, remember, they went out of the, they came into the Steve Jobs Theatre, yeah. then zoomed out again to the Apple campus and, yeah. you know, the you know the hands-on area normally where, where yeah. we do the iPhone hands-on. That's where Craig Federighi, That's where Craig was, Federighi yeah. kicked it off and then they went into the labs and all this sort of stuff. So yeah. they had a bit of fun with the production. They did, and I th- yeah. I, but I thought it was fun but not overdone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was. That was that's yeah, what I liked. It, we, it was the, and that they were rushed. Through it, I think you messaged me no. through it when the bloke was talking about silicon. He was like on one point five speed, like he was really getting through it because they they did a tight. It was just under two hours, yeah, and it was tight two hours, tight like hour fifty or whatever it was, and. They even, like, in the briefing, they mentioned that there are so many features we left out that we couldn't put in the presentation. Well, that's the thing. You Would have been there, a four-hour presentation. You know, firstly, imagine the arguments between Mac OS and iOS people. <laughs> I want so to do I this. want an extra minute. 
Because I was Tim scrubbing. Cook, Tim Cook's a referee. I was scrubbing back through it afterwards, like the the, the looking for bits yeah. to, to rewatch, and you know they you, put chapters in. Did you, you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you go one minute forward, and you missed it. Like yeah, I know. It was they a minute they, through. Exactly. Like I was thinking, what was it? I was looking at. I was looking for the you know the privacy cards that come up instead of the nutritional cards. Yes. Like I found that, and then I lost it because they went straight to something else. It was just yeah. It they was need to be all more fine-tuned scrubbing. so fast. It was yeah. very very well done. It was in that a lot sense. to take in. Yeah, but the, but again. Standard structure, Tim Cook opener, um, and this time a very different style of opener because he addressed the uh, equality and racial issues going on in the world yeah. as well as COVID nineteen. Um, and then you know, kind I of thought that was good. How we I it. thought he did. It had to be addressed. Had the, he had to say something, and and it was it was pretty good how they handled it. Yeah, I think for a company with this much money, it's good that they're putting money behind it. They've got a yeah. hundred million dollar fund, and yeah. they're doing things. And I think that's the great thing. You know, when you look at what they've got the potential to do in the develop, because remember, also everything we're talking about is not actually targeted at consumers. Yeah. This is an event for developers, and like I was asked that either on the radio or TV, I can't remember today, but it was like th- the announcements were so above the average consumer's head in some yeah. cases that I don't even need to tell you about it. I, I left a lot of that stuff out too, a little bit, but I think the. Um Obviously, yeah, developers in mind, and that they would have, if they were in the audience, there would have been a lot of loud cheering at a lot of parts of the presentation. Did you miss that? Uh, yeah, I think um, I, I was wondering if they could have made it like the football and brought in the crowd noises, you know, like you know, bring in the crowd cheering. That's quite would that funny. Have, would that have been too much to, to, I think to bring it might the crowd been. noises in? Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's ego. Oh, I know. But, but anyway, it was, uh, yeah, it was certainly different when 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 you're used to being there, and it, it is. I really enjoy WWDC. It's one of the. Yeah. It, it's a it's a really good event for learning a lot more about not just the products and sort of the the work that goes into the apps, and even when we get to meet developers and all the young developers that would have been there as well. And look, there there is clearly going to be a couple of sides to the coin here that say. This event virtually is a massive success success because over the next few days, millions of developers will get access to sessions that they wouldn't have got to when there's only two and a half, three thousand of them. That's true. But I'm going to tell you right now, people, if you're asking yourself, will Dub Dub ever happen again in the real? Yes, it will. Of course it will. Because I can tell you right now, the experience for me... And don't, no, I'm not talking about business class airfares and freaking fly pants. <laughs> the experience for me is not the same. The keynote yeah. was better because I, I could relax and do what yeah. I need to do, right? But the, um, the the what we go through over the next couple of days are the odd briefing session about in a deep dive into things. Yeah. And we would, I remember you and I last year, and our, our long-term listeners will remember this, going to the Apple Watch briefing yep. and... You know, having a bit of fun with the fact that we were there were two blokes, two blokes. being briefed on women's um, menstrual yeah. cycles yes. by two women <laughs> and an Apple Watch, right? But that even despite the fun of that, there was there's the, just the simple fact of you're looking at it, you're looking yeah. at the product, you're, your so there's a big difference without having that. And we're not even doing video sessions; they're just phone calls, basically. So yeah, it'll definitely come back as a as a real event when the world settles down and when things get back on track. We should also mention the fact that there were very strong rumours ahead of this that there was going to be some hardware. And I, th- and I think you texted me with about 20 to go saying, no hardware. No hardware. And I kept you hanging You clung on to hope, didn't I you? I hung on there. But when he said historic day for the Mac, I knew he was talking I about thought, the hello, hello. And then it was about the processors. They're, they're Apple's making their own chips. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. By, later. I think, what was your message? Bye bye Intel. Bye bye Intel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's but not, yeah, not that a good was, thing. That was the historic part of it. But later this year, around <coughs> September, late September, every iPhone from the iPhone 6S onward. We'll get a new operating system, iOS 14. Yeah. This is big. I'm really impressed with this because it's oh. it's a big change. You think about this, we've had what 13 years of iPhone, yeah, and the home screen has not, not changed. changed. Same grid of apps, unchanged. Well, I, I was talking about it on, like you you can say that on the radio really easily. You can say just think about the iPhone. It's it's four apps across and five or six apps down. It's it looks yeah. the same. But then when you when you see it with widgets in it and you go this is just a whole new phone now it's yeah it's very different so while in it's, fact it's android circa 2012 though which which <laughs> the fanboys are going nuts about <laughs> but while in fact it's not a new thing widgets have been on have iphone have you got the beta on there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it's just it's not a big thing yeah but it's a fundamental difference yeah and and users will be like whoa hang on a minute and i think that i think it will resonate amazingly with the average user, I really, well, really do. I think, and the whole idea of changing the home screen, as I understand it, is that the, they don't, 
Apple don't want you anymore to scroll through. Like, oh, I reckon I've got 12 pages of apps on my phone. See, I they don't want very... you to scroll, scroll, scroll. I know you make your little folders and you're <laughs> very efficient like that. But now, as I understand it, right, so app library, that's sort of the onboard intelligence grouping the apps together for you. Correct, eh? yes. Because so it knows you're, you're on Instagram every 15 minutes. Yep. It puts Instagram on your homepage. Yep. And because it, it knows I drive a Tesla, it's going to have my Tesla right. app on the front page. And, so and the other like thing that. that is when you when you first do it, when you first go, I'm going to get rid of pages because you can just go no 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 it immediately after that it says from now on in other words but that's not exactly what it says from now on any new apps you download will be in the app library so when you download an app it won't just create a page you know how if if you'd run out of space it'd just create Uh, a new one yeah right no okay that's good that's so by, by taking the decision to go i'm getting rid of pages you're telling the phone that you're now not needing those yeah. icons. And that's smart. Mate, when and there's list yeah. view too, is there when you do a search then it yeah, presents. Yeah, so when, when you when you go to the app library, yeah. Like it's it it is very smartly done. Recent apps, suggestions, social So if you press on the app library now, press on one of them. Up the, uh, does that up expand where? it on, so on one of the squares? In 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 the squares there are seven apps in most cases showing. Right. If you click on the large apps, they just open. But if you click on the small apps, you get what is looks like a folder. Ah, yeah. Okay. So you kind of and you got you got a home screen. So you can't back. press and hold in the middle of it. No. So in the middle of it, so right in Doesn't the center. Anything, no. Ah, right. Okay. It's, it's nothing. Okay. So it's all that's about different. and and the and the app library is an alphabetical list. Yeah, that's kind of list view. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's smart. But but that that list view is not bad. I mean, I. Mate, already I think it's great. What about the widgets? That that's a smarter addition. So one good. of one of my interviews on the radio with the, the woman said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop it right there! What's a, What's widget? a widget?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to explain for people that have not used an Android phone. I describe a widget as a a, a a screen, a piece of the screen, much larger than an icon, that is information from an app. I call it an information app that you can see at a glance without having to go into the app. Yeah. So it's like so, a, like classic example would be the weather. Yes, you can look at a weather app. I've got a, or I've, a got a widget, I've got a widget for the weather. Yeah. Mate, I don't use the weather app. I rarely bother. Yeah, I do. I do. But I, yeah. I I'd go to the bureau website before I do that. Yeah. But now I've got a, a widget app that just shows me the so weather. So you for the can week. now drag that to the home page now. Well, yeah. So I've, does that I've, come when you swipe right to get this? What what do you call that screen? That screen there. Which screen? This one. When you swipe. This is just one of my home. When you swipe. Oh, this that the way. today view. Yeah. So when is well, that where you get the today view? It's where it's where you see some. But when you're in um. When you're in like editing mode, uh, I call it the jiggly mode. Jiggly edit mode. home screen. There's a plus <laughs> button up the top. You press uh, plus, and that's right. where your widgets are. So that's Android, eh? Android users. <laughs> Android users listening to this right now are going, oh, oh come yeah, on, geez, it's no ten worries. years ago. And then when you choose to plus it, you've got the option of what size you uh, want to have. Smart. That's smart. So, but you know, isn't that good? Now we've got a variety now. Yeah, on but the see, iPhone. and I've already said to one Android user on the radio, I said, mate, listen, I don't want to break it to you, but this smart stack. Is already better than anything Android's done. Yeah, so, so you this, can flip through the widgets. This yeah, is, is like good. four or five widgets in one, and it will slowly customize uh, based on what, how you use your day. Smart. So in the morning, it might give you news, in the afternoon, it might just give you photos of your kids or whatever it is. Very cool. Mate, widgets will be a game changer for iOS 14. <laughs> yep. I think people will love it, and app developers are going to go nuts. Oh, they're going to go crazy. I reckon this next thing they're going to go nuts for too yep. app clips. That's interesting. Like, the, let's use the example. Remember, you and I were in San Fran a few was it two, three yes. years ago? Now we we decided let's go ride scooters, the scooters, the Lime scooters, and we found them. We got up to it and then said, "Oh, you got to download the app. Yeah, sign in." It was like a punish. We had to do a lot of. It's a lot of work. Yep. But now with app clips, it presents part of the app. To get you started, and I, uh, to so get you on. I misinterpreted this when they first showed it. I thought it was just a, like a way of showing you the app, you know, in the store and getting you to download. Yeah, it. No. I thought it was a shortcut, but no, no it's the actual it's, app. It's it's enough of the app for yeah. you to use it. Yep. So you walk up to a Lime scooter, you tap it or you scan it, whatever method you use, and it will basically say, "Have you got an account? No. Sign in with Apple. Done." Yeah. And within a minute or two, you're actually running without ever downloading the app. But if you had the app already, obviously it would, it just would open. take you to it. But if you don't have it, you don't have to go to the app store, download it, no. wait for the download. It's just instantly on. So if you want to buy a coffee or pay for something, whatever happens to be that service they're using is now through the app clip. It's and it, I think works through what hey, um, NFC. Yeah, so the, the, you, Apple have really QR embraced codes. the NFC, haven't they? Without, I put HFC on my story, but better, better in, correct that. In what was, you know, a huge 
you know, they never used NFC. It was just Apple Pay. That was yeah. all it was for. They've now started to go, okay, we'll use it a bit more. Yeah. You know, it, this kind is of a great... Pa- isn't that the Apple Pay sort of... Doesn't Apple Pay use NFC? No, but, it, but the NFC chip, when it was first put in the phone, yeah. was only for Apple Pay exclusively. Yeah. Nothing else could use the chip. Okay. Uh, whereas with an Android phone, any app can use it. So... I think it's a smart use of NFC. You can also use a QR style code, yeah. but I like it. I'll be I've been interested too in how like we we heard the press we heard the keynote we wrote our stories, but I've been really interested when I've been interviewed for the on the radio today about what people what appealed to them. Yeah, one of them was the fact that now when you make when a phone call comes in, it doesn't cover up your whole screen. Like yep. I, I did one interview, I said, "Oh, what about if you're watching the footy and it's the last minute and you get a phone call from your mother? It's not going to cover the whole screen; it just pops yeah. in at the top." Yeah. So that was uh, that was important for that user. Yeah. I thought that's great. I think Siri is a similar thing where it just yeah, uh, it that, doesn't actually. take over the whole screen; it just it just uses the top, and it also has contextual. Oh, yeah. She's a weird looking thing. Yeah, down so the it's like yeah. a little oh, bubbly thing cool. at the bottom. So rather than the whole screen going black yep. and saying, "How can I help yep. you?" or whatever, so that that's pretty cool. Um, picture in picture. Does yes. that does that work? I think you asked this in the briefing. Does that was it you who asked this? Yes, it does was. Does that use? Is that just for a, a FaceTime and, and Apple apps, or is this if you're watching YouTube? Are you uh, no? So basically, if uh, if an app has support for it, it can use it. So I thought I might just bloody well try it on um, on uh, on YouTube. But you know, if if your app, I'm trying to find a video that I, I want to watch here. Um, so here's, here's so I, I, I'm under the impression that it's not um, native. It's only native stuff. At the first. moment, it's only native stuff. But and see, picture in picture has worked on on the iPad, iPad yeah, for yeah. some time. So it's quite possible that apps that have used picture in picture on the iPad will also work on the iPhone. Uh-huh. So I'm going to try here. Let's try Facebook. I wonder if there's a way to bring that up. No, so basically, it what like it means it. is you can you can be looking at a video or a FaceTime in a FaceTime call, yep. but open up another app and still have your video floating in the corner. Yeah. So That's if you're the talking theory. to your wife on 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 FaceTime, that never happened. You can have <laughs> you can have another app open. You might have Sportsbet open and want to put a bet on while you're talking, and yep. your wife doesn't know you got Sportsbet open. Of course. Oh wow, this is escalated <laughs> quickly, hasn't it? <laughs> I actually don't know how to bring up picture in picture mode, but okay. Anyway, you need someone to FaceTime you, maybe. Well, no, I'm trying to watch just a video from my ah, photo right. library, okay. right? You know? Why don't you go out, go home, press play, then go home? Well, it was playing. Okay. So, yeah, no, that didn't work. Right. Oh, well, so that was in photos. You were looking at a video in yeah, photos. I thought maybe that would be where you'd find okay. it. But still, you know, you think about you watching the footy. Yeah. Um, and still being able to, you know, reply to no, texts or whatever. I do nothing. I just watch the footy. Yeah, you want full screen mode. I'm at the footy, though, we normally. And that's when people text me as well. Yeah. Yes, but uh, no, that would help because uh, if I am, I'm normally watching on TV anyway. Um, messaging has um, has been Jeez, improved really slightly. They're really clinging on to iMessage, aren't they? Even yeah. though WhatsApp has kind of taken yeah, over. True. My true. biggest problem, and this is great, they've done some good work with messaging to basically allow you to go. You know, when you sometimes scroll down to find someone that you've messaged because you had a bunch of messages since. Yeah, oh, you can move you it can up. Pin man. people to the top. Yes. So I could pin like you, Amanda, and I've got a couple of groups. Pin them up the top. They're like the, like they're your the favourites when you're on your phone. Exactly. Like you're in right? my fa- are you in my, my oh, your favourites? I think you might be. Oh, this could be I'm awkward. In, I'm in your favourite. You're this in my favourites. This could favorites. be awkward. Here we go. Flash, flash me your favourites. Phone. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Ready? I'm going to click it. Favourites. Favourites. Boom. You're in there. Boom. You're above Jeez. my mum. You've, <laughs> you've only got four people in your favourites. Yeah, Amanda. Man, I've got texting all my kids. Amanda. I've got my kids and my parents and all that in there. I don't ring anyone. Okay. So I've got my brothers in it. Um, so well, and that's also good that I made your favourites. They've, they've anyway. done some work on the, ha- the way groups appear. Yep. Um, if you're getting messages, you can kind of mute them and only see when you're mentioned. It's all very good, but it still leaves out one big failing when you've got a green message person in the bubble. Uh, so if you create a group with five people and one rushed. of them is a green message, the group doesn't see exist. See you later. Yeah. It just, it just becomes individual messages. Yeah. So I, I know that it's iMessage, but you've, that's that's what happens. Yeah. You have one people in a group, and they're all going to go to WhatsApp. Yeah, true. So that's their problem with that. No, that's true. Uh, why don't we talk now about, so the I wrote a story about how drivers are going to be the winner here, and yep. I think you did too. A um, few things, digital key, um, map improvements, especially yep. EV routing as well. Digital key, though, yet another thing that the iPhone's going to replace, your car keys. Yeah. Amazing. Mate, when I leave the house... I now leave 
with a key and a phone. I literally do not take a wallet anymore. Yeah, I don't well. know where my wallet is. So you won't even need your key then in future. And I, I won't need a key. Now, it's 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 launching literally this next month with a BMW 5 Series, but it will be... Any, it's like There's like 10 different models of BMW. As long as they're built after July 1, they're going to have it, right? Yeah. It's a massive number of cars. So if I bought a BMW in cr- at Christmas, had iOS 14, it'll work? Oh, I believe so. Wow. Now, it may need... To be rolled out in the region, I need yep. to, we need to you know establish that. I don't want to sell a car on a false pretense, yep. but you know I think it will. And I think the the challenge there is that people say, "Oh, but I got a BMW." Okay, BMW were the first yeah. with wireless Apple CarPlay. Now that was maybe a year ago. Wireless Apple CarPlay, as I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, now available in the twenty thousand dollar Kia Picanto. Yes. So it's just, and and this is not a BMW and Apple deal. This is BMW and Apple adopting a standard that's been created by a consortium of yeah. car companies. Yep. So it's a standard that's been built. Uh, BMW would just simply be the first. I know her, and the first, Hyundai have plans first of many, of course. for, for, for yeah. a, a digital key. This is probably going to be adopted by them. There are a lot of cars like yours that you can unlock. And yeah, I can do that now. Yeah. Fords, um, yep. Chevys, a lot of cars you can now have an app that does things for it. Yep. But this is a different level because it's it doesn't require you to open the app or do anything. It's just your phone yeah, tapped just on tap the door. It, tap it. Open now initially it. it is tap. It's physical NFC. You need to tap it on the door, right. and you place the phone in the wireless charger. Cradle. Yep. There's a there's a wireless charger, <laughs> yep. and that's that's where it will pick up that you're there. Yep. But the next generation is using the U1 chip in iPhones, which is ultra wideband. Which will mean that it can just be in your pocket, yeah, or, or, or in, in your, your bag, bag or something. Like that. That's smart. And what about? I thought it was pretty cool how you can share the key. Very cool. So ma- imagine if you, how would this work? Say you've driven your car to a mate's house, had a bender, and you've had you had a bit of Uber drink, home, and so you can say, "Listen, do you, do you mind driving my car home? Here's the key. You can message the just key. Send him an SMS, and I message say, you the key, and they'll say, and they'll say thank you, and he'll get in your car and drive it back to you. And then you can delete that key. Yeah. And if it's your kids, you can send them a key that has restrictions on the speed, the horsepower, yeah, the, the volume, volume of the of radio, the radio yeah, and smart. other things. But that that's dependent, of course, on the manufacturer. They can, those that's parameters... BMWs, that's what yeah, BMW have created. Those parameters are open to, depending the, on the manufacturer. The, but they're the ones Picanto you think, in two years when it has it, I, yeah, I guess, yeah. um, will probably just be to stop and start the car. Yeah. You can't do this on Android yet, can you? No. Is there an app you can do but this But again, with, I like had some knock on Facebook going on about that, and I said, hang on a minute, it was an Apple event what, what, for yeah, a start, so yeah. just calm down. Yeah. And secondly, <laughs> it's a standard yeah. agreed by the car companies. If, if Google wants to do it, they yeah, can do it. Nothing's stopping nothing them. Nothing's stopping them. Yeah, okay. So Apple just got first mover advantage yeah. right now. And so the, yeah. the other stuff you mentioned was the, the map routing and stuff. Cyclists who gives a rats, but you know, <laughs> yeah, no, but they do. Like no, Apple's yeah. all about green and yeah. you know, green in you know, less carbon emissions. So cycling and EVs obviously play into that. Yep. But the cycling that that was smart because the, it gives the cyclists a map so that they know that obviously cyclways. It tells them if there's a big tells hill. Tells them if there's steep, steep hill coming up if they've got to walk the bike on a busy road or something like that. So that My, was pretty. Mine cool. just go steep hill. You're probably going to have to walk it. <laughs> <laughs> but the EV thing you mentioned was even yeah, better. Yeah, that's because, smart. Yeah. But, and this is going to be integrated and built into the BMW, but that's a side thing. But basically, you, you can now choose a route based on EV charging. Yeah. You tell the phone what sort of car, what sort of charger you need, mm. what plug and everything, and it will it will use the, the route based on... That's it says smart. it'll know about the charge of your car. You're obviously going to have to input that yeah, exactly. at I some know. point. I was just thinking that. But also, like Tesla kind of has this feature already. So if, if I hopped in my oh, car right sure. now and typed in Brisbane... It would direct me to every supercharger along the so way the already. Reason, the reason this is important outside of the Tesla world, and our next road trip, not the one we're doing in two weeks, our next road trip, well, it's next week, isn't it? Our next road trip, we'll do EVs, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll drive some other EVs. Because the problem with every other EV is they're not Tesla. Yeah. In that they don't, they haven't integrated the routing into the maps, into the charging. It's all there. The data's there, don't get me wrong, because there's a huge database of charges, and it's yeah. been integrated into the sat-nav. Yep. But what Google, Apple, Waze, and in this case Apple do well, is routing. They do routing very well. They know traffic. They know these things. I would trust an Apple map before I would trust the built-in sat-nav in any car, yeah. any standard car. So what they're doing is saying, well, just use your Apple CarPlay. We yeah. Use the Apple Maps. We know you're an electric car, and we'll, uh, we'll yeah. guide you. No, that's smart. And, and look, Tesla's not the only electric car in the world, so it's going to appeal to a lot of other drivers, but that feature kind of exists already on a Tesla. Mm. But um, good to see that Apple is mindful of that. I'll, I'd be keen to see how that would work. 
So that's uh, map maps seem to be uh, CarPlay was the other thing too, where they spoke about you can have uh, I think access to new apps on it, change your wallpaper, and that, that's what surprised me too was that ninety seven percent of cars in America, new, new, cars, new cars, have CarPlay, and eighty percent of cars worldwide. I would argue it's that's probably huge. it's probably in the nineties in Australia too. Wow. We have a very similar market to America. Yeah, yeah. I've got no doubt we're in the ninety percent of new Pretty cars. Good. I can't, good. In fact, I can't think of one that doesn't now. But the there's going to be food ordering apps. EV app, so ChargeFox, for example, the people that do the charging network here in Australia, I've got no doubt they'll update their app with Apple CarPlay so that you can do, yeah. you know, find your nearest charging point and stuff. Food ordering, it'll be a bit interesting, but I assume you'd be able to do something like, you know, click two buttons and order your standard normal thing with Uber yeah. at home or something. Yep. It won't be a full menu and all that kind of stuff, but that'll be good. What about AirPods Spatial Audio? Wow. This blew my mind. I said to a bloke today, I said, how's it even possible? Yeah. Now he says just through a software update. He said, "Look, it's not actually a new technology. We're just adopting it, and it's very rarely done. Yeah. But it's all about using frequencies to basically bounce the sound around, wow. so that you feel like it's coming. But it's not just surround sound and Dolby Atmos. Yeah, it's like it's, around behind it, you. It's, it's it's relative to the device you're watching. Now that." I was told by one Apple person, it was something along, they said something along the lines of, you know, this we're, we don't know of anyone else doing this. I know someone doing it, JBL, in their gaming headphones. Yeah. They've got gaming headphones. So if you're playing Call of Duty, shooting them like this way, and you hear something over there, when when uh, you hear it, you you hear it from over there. So it knows you've turned your so you've head. you've turned your head. So it's got to use the accelerometer yes. and the gyroscope. Yeah, yeah. So what, what's happening That's what here, AirPods do, eh? AirPods are saying, look, <coughs> if you're holding the phone in front of you uh, or your iPad and you turn your head... We we will we will essentially turn the the sound so it's as if your head didn't like it's crazy. Yeah, so it's calibrated with your where you're looking and w- the direction you're facing. Yeah. So, so behind you, you will always be behind you. No, no, the opposite. If if the iPad uh. is in front of you and the and the sound comes from behind to in front, fine. Okay. But if you turn to the right, the sound will come from your right to your oh, left. Okay, right, right. So lock onto the screen yes. rather than your head. That's right. Okay, right. right. Epic. That's even better. And that's just a firmware update. Just, that's amazing. Like some so I'm some poor girl who's a software engineer for bloody <laughs> firmware on the AirPods got like a minute and a half yeah. to describe something that she's probably huge, been working on yeah. for two years, <laughs> which is an example of what we were talking about earlier. And it is only AirPods Pro. Pro. Yes. So if you've got an AirPods, normal AirPods, upgrade. sorry, you have to upgrade. That's right. So that's uh, well, iPad OS that inherits most of the features that we saw there. Yep. There is there are some others like the sidebar, which is now a new, like the toolbar sort of extends all the way to the top of the app. Right. That's uh, it's also offered a more compact design as well in terms of the notifications. If you get a call coming in, FaceTime call, Siri interactions, they also appear at the top of the screen is inside it the, a small banner. And, and the search is very much like a Mac. Yeah. So it's it's they've, the they've, search is compact. They're going as well. on about search appearing in the middle of the screen. You can search. Yeah. And I'm like, this is just Mac OS search. Yeah. So it's so like what spotlight, like spotlight. spotlight. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's also the sidebars I mentioned. Widgets will come into play as well because uh, they're all already on the homepage. Yep. Of um, of that search we spoke about. Apple Pencil support. This was one that we kind of knew, rumored was going to be happening. The recognition of like handwriting to text. Right, where it could convert your handwriting to text, and it can also say if you. Well, write, that existed, but it's just getting a lot better. Isn't oh, it, it is, but also too, it also allows you to uh, cut and paste your handwriting, so it defines you if it's still written. Okay. It define it, move it around as handwriting, but then if you want to paste it into a document, it'll convert it into text as well, uh-huh. um, and it'll also recognize phone numbers and addresses and make them active. If you say if I write your if I write with Apple Pencil your phone number on my iPad, yeah. if I click on that, it'll call you. Uh, so right. and and if I write an address, it'll also be active. Right. You can it'll be can make them active when you're searching maps and making calls as well. Okay, pretty cool. Uh, that's that's about it for iPad OS and iOS. 14. I mean, I mean, it's the biggest part of the announcements, no yeah, doubt. It was first and fr- up front Also, too. because it's the biggest user base. Yeah. It's all well and good for Mac to be, you know, the glory child of Apple in many ways because it's been around. But, you know, in terms of numbers of users, the biggest impact Apple can have is by improving their iPhone operating system. And that's what this does. Absolutely. It's, it's a dramatic improvement. It's a dramatic change. And 
I think most people will um, will absolutely. That's love the it. biggest touch point, isn't it, for customers? There'd be more customers. Apple would have more users on an iPhone than any other product they have. Anything own. else? So absolutely. they'd have more iPhone users than Mac users or Way iPad more. users. Way more. iPad probably be closer to Mac than Mac users, but iPhones definitely I think king. iPhone, Mac, and oh, sorry, iPhone, iPad, and then a distant third. Yeah. Is Mac? Yeah, right. Distant. The mobile devices are the kings. Absolutely. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. If you're looking for Wi-Fi for your home with all these connected devices, you need to stay connected. You need to stay connected at high speed. And you need those speeds in every corner of your home. There is no point having the kids down in one room uh, doing their homework on crappy Wi-Fi when you're paying big bucks for internet coming into your house. So invest in a Wi-Fi system for your whole of home, and the Netgear Orbi is our recommendation for that. The Netgear Orbi, one router sits with your existing modem and then connects to a satellite, which you plug in somewhere else in your home, and together they create a dome of Wi-Fi at full speed across every part of your home, so there's no more dead spots and no more slow speeds. You can find out more, and you can buy those by visiting netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. So what we didn't mention in that chart of devices is watch. Yes. And you know what? It's, it's probably it's probably on par with tablets. I mean, there's probably mm. as many watches out there as there are tablets. Certainly yeah. it's the third. It'd be iPhone, tablet, watch, yeah. and then Mac. I wonder, but I wonder what the attachment rate is for an Apple Watch and iPhones. What do you mean? How many people that have bought an iPhone but also buy an, an Apple Watch? <sighs> it'd still be in the like 30%, I reckon. You think so? Yeah. I, think be, I thought it'd be higher than that. No. No, I, I think about the number of people I know with an iPhone versus the number of people I know with an Apple Watch, and it's there's a stark difference. Right. Though what I'm what I'm seeing is a lot of kids now with Apple Watches because yeah. the you know you can still buy the can you still buy a series four or three, a three I think three still buy a three and the five is obviously the new one but three is a good value uh-huh. all round watch yeah. all in all so a lot of new a lot of changes to watch the two that stand out to me mainly because I haven't had a lot of time to delve into it <laughs> are um are sleep yep. And hand washing. <laughs> I mean, appropriate. Do you, reckon, do you reckon that was a feature they thought, you know what, stuff, let's just put that in there, or was that, have they been working on that for a year? I asked that. Yeah. They they told me that they had been working on it before the COVID crisis. Really? Come I called BS on that. Oh, I said, come on. Because could you imagine <laughs> I- introducing hand washing <laughs> before this? Do you I reckon mean, at, yeah, at the meeting, the boardroom meeting last year, they said, listen, why don't we include um, washing your hands? And they would go, God, Moffat, will you? Don't be an idiot. <laughs> get out of here. You're fired. And get then, out of here. And then in March, someone's gone, get that kid back. <laughs> what was his idea? <laughs> Something about hand washing. Yeah. So the idea is that he'd be using uh, the microphone. It can it can hear water. It can feel the motion of yeah. of you washing your hands. The two two or three things combined, okay. uh, it starts a countdown for 20 seconds. I hope it does a mistake you're doing something else if you're someone, washing your hands. Someone in the I man- wash, but someone says, you wash your hands a lot. Someone in the air, yeah, man cave said, you know, the sound of uh, washing your hands could be a little bit chicken and cornish <laughs> in some people's lives but well anyway it does track how many times you wash your hands as yeah, well so you'll get a, you'll Trevor's washed his hands 15 Jesus. times today already right, just once a day <laughs> the, the <laughs> to wash your hands you should be washing your hands yeah, more often than that mate. much more often yeah, but, okay. so it tracks and as soon as it detects it it starts a countdown from 20 yeah and when it gets to 20 it gives you a buzz on the notification it has so you to know be after COVID then that's the that's the time that the World Health Organization gave out. Well, someone they tried, can't have developed this trying to say that. in Australia that we're told it's longer, but I think twenty seconds Come is fine. On. Um, I mean, look, oh, great, great, all feature, power to them. Yeah, good on them, and it, it lets you track it. Like you can see, it's just you know how you do your standing hours. It tells you how many times you stand yeah. up. So it's another ring to close. It's another, it's another ring to close. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Close that ring by shaking Close that the wrist. ring. Yeah, they're shaking. <laughs> anyway, okay. move on. The, the other, the other feature was sleep. Now, yeah. What I find most interesting about this is and this. A, was, this has been asked for for a while too. It's, but it's another third-party app crushed. Yeah. Sleep tracker or sleep cycle, whatever it's called. There's been an amazingly good one in the market for some time for Apple Watch. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you right now, it won't die because it's better. Yeah, of course not. Apple's sleep tracker is not about light sleep, REM sleep, ROM uh, sleep, and all that. 
It's just about how long you slept for. Yeah, right. So if you think about, Although, mate, do you remember that, the jawbone? Remember when we they, had the jawbones? Yeah, that detected That would sleep. tell light and and yeah. and and the heavy Fitbit, sleep. The Fitbit does that too. I know, but I'm talking years ago. Yeah. Apple, the Apple Watch sleep tracker does not measure heavy and light sleep. It purely measures sleep, because what they're trying to encourage is more sleep, as in making your eight hours or making your your qualified number of hours. Rather than analysing your sleep. Are you sure about that? Because yep. it says in my story, it uses the detection of micro movements yep. through the Apple Watch accelerometer yep. that can indicate the user's breathing yep. and chart the quality of their sleep. Yep. Oh, they, they define quality as time. Right. Yep. Okay. So so it uses the the breathing. So there's a there's a motion of your breathing that's that distinctly is sleep. Okay. So basically it's using all that to determine how much sleep you've got. Because what they're trying to do is say, look, it's more about the getting to bed and the getting up than the yes. than the moment of sleep. So they they have the wind down feature. That's then. right. Yeah. So they're saying, like, what time do you want to go to bed? Oh, I'd like to go to bed. I don't care when. Yeah. Like I don't. But let's say ten. It'll, your phone and your watch will start to go into wind down mode an hour earlier. Yeah. You'll get less notification. Do not disturb it'll, gets turned on. Do not disturb will turn on and yeah. stuff like that. Which and is all su- well and good. It'll suggest mate. scenes. It'll suggest a playlist. Mate, it's all well it'll and good. It'll suggest a calm app. It'll but suggest. You know when do not disturb. Turning your lights down. You, you unlock your phone and you're essentially you've turned off, even though it stays on until you lock it again. Yeah. It's still on. You still get yeah, you know, right. like still everything still comes through when but, you've unlocked yeah. your phone. I, th- I think it's trying to get people to make that transition from being thinking right. I'm, also, I'm going to bed. The problem with people is okay, I'm going to go to bed, and they just uh, they they've been watching TV and they go to bed. They haven't had the time to. Wind I've been down. wearing my Apple Watch for the last week, and three times it's gone flat because I don't have a charger at home. That was the issue I was going to bring up. So also. my my question is, when are you charging your yeah, exactly watch? Exactly right. Yeah, because my my watch. I got to say, oh, we're both with the Series Five. I've had some days where my watch is down to ten percent at like ten to ten o'clock at night. So if I if I think okay, it's bedtime, I can't use it. No, that, so, well, that's my point. Right? It's not going to last the night. So I remember again going back to jawbone days. Yeah, the, the that question, battery lasted for like a week. No, no, but but you still you needed to, and it also charged quite quickly. Yeah. But it was it was to be worn all day. It was for steps and fitness and sleep. Yeah. So my I was always to myself when do you charge? So I would charge it when I was in the shower. Right, I'd have a little plug next to the shower. Yep. Once a day for ten minutes, whatever it is, it'd get charged. Uh. An Apple Watch won't fully charge in the time you're in the shower. Yeah. So they, I don't know. I just they did mention, I think, in the keynote that there's reminders. So when you wake up, it'll have all your day, and it'll remind you to charge your watch. There was a reminder there. That's great. So but, when you wake up, but but it's a will whole it make new routine it, will it make for it people. through the day. People have worked years or, or months on their Apple Watch <laughs> yeah. routine. If your routine is to charge at night, yeah. I don't know that you're going to change I, that, that. That's what I do. I, 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 my, my Apple Watch, I think we mentioned this last week, my Apple Watch is my alarm. Yeah. I put it next to my bed. Yep. It's my alarm. Yep. So you're a simple man. I can't, I can't be using this as my sleep tracker because that's the time I normally charge it. Unless I have to set myself a reminder at 7 o'clock at night to charge your watch. It takes an hour, probably take an hour to charge with it. At that I time, so. you probably have maybe... So here's my charge? suggestion. My suggestion is you use like the STM charge tree, for example, yeah. on your desk. Yes. Or a Belkin, you know, all in one charger. Or Apple's one, yeah. yeah. So at yep. your desk while you're working, yep. just take it off. Pop it on. Pop yep. it on. And you, but you're not going to get your breathe alerts and your stand up alerts yeah. for an hour or two, and you've got to remember to put it back on. Mm. So I don't know. It's, I think it's just now, a weird. I, I reckon that's, good, that's a challenge there because. I've found the Apple Watch Series Five battery to be good, not great. Like it yeah. lasts you a day. Like other, like have you have you used the Huawei Watch? Yeah, that's dead set Crazy. two weeks of, of. I'm thinking, when's this thing ever going to run out? Yeah, and that is just stupid good battery. And then I put the Apple Watch back on, and I, and like ten o'clock at night, I'm playing Call of Duty, and my watch is saying low power, charge now, and. So, but they're ex- yeah, they're expecting me to take this to bed and what about use like the a, sleep track. I completed Far Cry Five the other night. Did you really? Yeah, for you. Two two years it took. Oh, well, better late than never. Yeah, it's just one was of those. Was it just things. hard, or just never got around to it? No, I just don't have a lot of time to play. Okay. But I, but I was so committed to it. That I is really a satisfying thing finishing again. Yeah, it's so like the like, credits come up. Yeah, because one of the yeah exactly. Yeah. It's a very weird one though, and I don't go digress heavily. But Far Cry is built around like a you know a far, like a cult figure father and three. Yeah brothers and sisters so yep. you, you've got to kill the brothers and sisters and their, and their areas first and then you Spoiler get to the father yeah. but when you get to the father you get the choice do you want to like join him or no, no do you want to like take him down or walk away it's this weird uh-huh. thing and I'm like 
I'm going to take him down. I've come this far. Yeah. And then you go through this process, and then the credits roll. I'm like, what do I do now? Like, I'll go back into start, the game. Start again, play no, on a Good heart. news. The oh, world no. the world survives. I can still go shoot shoot Boson and uh, Bison or whatever. Oh, you, you can just roam around. You can roam. Free Mate, world like a sandbox. It is the best free world really? map in gaming. You haven't played Red Dead Redemption, but have you? I tried it, and it was yeah. it was annoying. It's not for everybody. My no. son's right into that. Trust me. Anyway, uh, what else is on the watch? So I, we've got sleep. Watch and, face um, sharing. I don't care. Well, these the the other thing, or if you if you like a watch here, you can share the face. Terrific. Uh, the other interesting. Like, what thing are the chances of a sharing a face? I don't know. You, you might have come up with some nice complications, and you've sort of come up with a good version, and you want to share it. I don't know. Okay. It's a step closer to maybe getting buying third party watch faces. I'm not sure. I don't think it is. Uh, the other interesting thing is now developers can now have more than one complication yes. per app on a watch face. So yes. say normally you can only have one complication for that particular app. Yep. But if there are a couple of features you like out of that app, you at the moment you've got to choose one. Yep. But now you, you can, can have multiple You can set choices. them up all around the page That's like, right. you, like you would with other So things. more than the so, so there's an re- app you really like that tells you the weather, the, the surf uh, conditions and something else. You can have all those complications yeah. in one watch face. Yeah. That, that's pretty cool. The developers would have been very, very Again, happy that's that a one. really good thing for developers. Yeah. Uh, what about more workout types, mate? Are you going to do any do dancing? Look like someone who cares about workout Core types? training? No. Functional strength no. training and cool down? Walking. That's all I'm doing. Yep. Maps as well. You better look at your cycle map on, on your Apple Watch as well. Sorry, what cycle? Um, the ma- cycling. Cycling, okay. yeah. Not, not the cycle. Well, I don't know. There's no there's no men's version of the cycle app either. But you'd expect this, and and this is the thing we need to keep in mind as well. We're talking about oh. the battery and how it might be an issue, but we've got to remember, Apple Watch Series Six is going to come out when this comes yeah. out. So they're going to have to have some pretty spectacular battery improvement here. Yeah, they should have hired the dude from Huawei to say, "Mate, how do you do it? Do it for us now, please. How do you do it? How do you do that?" And come and do it for us, please. <laughs> so they probably let him. They lifted the black band for that Huawei person to come to the states <laughs> and say, "Listen, sort out our battery, please." Yeah. But why don't we talk about? Let's just change gear slightly here, Trevor. I'm trying to read my writing here. Apple TV Plus. Yes. There was some announcements around that, and I think I don't think did TVOS get any features. Was it some of the features? I inherited? didn't see any features on TVOS. Yeah. The only thing I think they something about the the home you could bring up your home cameras yeah. and stuff as well, a part of. That's yeah. the thing I noticed about this this presentation today was that there's a lot of features common across all platforms now, even for Mac, which we'll get to in a sec, but. Home, the home is a, is an interesting one, and that's that's particularly good for Apple TV yeah. because it now home now has this thing where you can set activity zones for your cameras, which already exist on them. Yeah, but also the facial recognition. Yes, so you can have face recognition. So, so if I, someone coming to my front door and it's you, it'll say, "Oh, Trevor Long's at your front door." It'll pop up on the screen if I'm watching Apple TV that you're there. And so I'm desperately keen <laughs> to find out which devices they're talking about there yeah. because you know there are like an Arlo, for example, is HomeKit compatible now. Mm. But is it this deeply HomeKit compatible that Apple's facial recognition is going to work in that system? Yeah, so no. isn't it sort of cut, isn't it like cutting the app's grass a bit? So imagine, imagine if Apple, yeah. imagine if Apple says, right, you got an Arlo camera. They haven't thought of this, but we've thought of it. So let's put it on your camera for you. Yeah, but also think about Arlo. They charge for a subscription to determine whether it's a person, an animal, a vehicle, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, right, that's true. So there is a bit of grass cutting potentially yeah. down the track there. But the 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 integration of that stuff. Looked very good. And also, there was another part of the presentation, digressing from Apple TV, but related in this sense, is they talked about Google, Amazon, and Apple working together on a shared open source, you know, smart home ecosystem. Now, now you you, you go and buy a light bulb right now, you've got to check which systems it works with. Many work with Google and Amazon, but not Apple. Some work with all, not many. The entire Eve system works only with Apple HomeKit, not with Google and Amazon. True. So, you know, that's fascinating to me, and I think that's... That's a game changer but if we're going to get to a point where there's just a like a smart things, you know, yeah. Samsung's like just a logo that's one thing that says, yeah. you know what, it's just going to work. Well, I think that that's kind of a, it's positive to think that that that's the direction we're heading in because rather than jumping in and out of fifteen different apps for each product, 
that's the end game, isn't it? You want, Mate, you want to go to one place, we, we one We did button. a story this week with The Current Affair about smart home, and I was doing it reflecting upon six years ago when we renovated our house, and you know, we didn't do anything amazing, but I got my brother-in-law, who's a sparky, to put in Wemo switches, and we got da-da-da. So we got, we got this camera, and we got that doorbell, and you got that light switch, all different apps. There was no way I was ever trying to tell Amanda about it. No <laughs> yeah. way. No same, way. Same with me at home. But now, yeah. now, it's all in one app. I can say, listen, just use the Alexa app. Yeah. Or just use the Google app. I can show you where it all works. It's, it's one app. Mm. So we've got to that point. So I think this unique single ecosystem could be huge. That's a winner for sure. The other what thing, was that? Uh, what was that promo they showed for Apple they TV? They showed uh, f- uh, the new series coming out next year called Foundation, based on Isaac Asimov's very famous uh, sci-fi series of yeah, books. Very famous. Yeah, uh, yeah I've, I've read them. It's, oh, sure, pretty so good. Have I. Foundation. It's got, it looked pretty slick. Cover it was amazing, cover. amazing. I didn't read the pages in a minute. Just the cover. Just the cover. The cover. <laughs> but uh, that that was a preview. Of, that was the only kind of Apple TV Plus preview of content preview. Do you watch Yellowstone? Um, uh, of yeah, I'm two episodes in. Yeah, yes or no? Kevin Costa was on. Yeah, Apple, yeah he was on Today Show. He was on the Today Show. I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. imagine you're on just before him. Oh. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I'm enjoying Yellowstone. I've only watched two episodes. I've watched them both in the in my theatre too. So Joe? big, big screen. No, no, just not my own stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm liking it. Liking yeah, okay. it. Good, good. You're and you know it. what? I know it's going to get better. It, mate, it I'm is. not saying it's bad, no. but I'm waiting for the sort of to kick in and sort of get to get some legs. Mate, I've cried. I've really I've been shocked. It's been wow. yeah, epic. I cry at the drop of a hat. I was waiting for the nudity too that you mentioned last oh, week. That's in the private <laughs> feed. <laughs> but I did. Okay. But I did get an email. We got a text from, or an SMS. What was it called? A tweet, tweet. from uh, from Rob in Queensland going, "You're all right. They are." Ah, uh, yeah, okay, okay, I know what you mean now. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, moving but, on. So, yes, that's yeah. Apple TV Apple Plus, TV a Plus bunch of other things. Watch OS. Whew, lots of details, lots all of them at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is supported by our friends at Uniden, and they've got a great product called the Guardian AppCam Solo PT Kit. PT is short for pan and tilt. This is the only wire-free camera that you can actually pan through 355 degrees and tilt through 140 degrees to give you a wider coverage of your home, of your business, of your property. So rather than you having to place two or three different cameras, the Guardian AppCam Solo can do it all in on its own. It also comes with a solar panel too, so you can actually place this and not have to worry about charging your battery, which is really handy. You don't want to have to get up on the ladder and change the battery every few months, but with the solar panel, that's a that's not a worry that you have. Uh, it does it does record in very high quality in in full high definition, and it is one hundred percent weatherproof, of course. And you can remotely view from the app and also control the camera from the app. You can do the tilting and the panning from the app. So if you're in another country or another state or another suburb, you can look in on the camera and use the pan and tilt function to have a look around. Of course, it does have thermosense on board as well, which can detect movement with through heat and movement so you're not going to get the false notifications you're going to get the the legit notifications if there is actually someone a person or an animal or something on your property uh, it is full hd as i mentioned sd card and cloud backup so it's your choice two-way talk as well so you can actually talk to someone that's in front of your camera and if that person shouldn't be there there's a siren you can sound as well to get them off your property the Guardian AppCam Solo PT, it's available now, and if you want to see more, check it out at uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm not going to lie, Stephen. Uh, I didn't pay a lot of attention <laughs> to the Mac OS bit. Okay. I was, I was at the I end. Did. I was starting yeah. to get really deep into preparation for other things. Okay. I'll get to the silicon I've got bit. You back. I've got you back here. But tell you what I noticed. Okay. Again... It's going to look different. Like, I feel like Mac OS has looked the same for a few years. Yeah. Apart from dark mode last year, right? Yeah. But it, it feels like they've gone very much closer to bringing the design elements in line with iPad and iOS. What, um, did, I, what did I tweet? What did I message you when I think when you we said, actually, that. Mac yeah. OS has become... It's oh, become oh, iOS. Either yeah. way or Let me like look exactly what I wrote. Oh, uh, I said... Uh, <laughs> he needs to. I won't read that one out. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I did say that. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is 
Mac OS just became iOS. Yes. was my message. I won't re- write what you said about the silicon bloke, about him slowing the you-know-what down. But He's just talking very fast. <laughs> but now this is, and I think this is a long time coming. This was always going to happen. There was always this convergence, I think, of that's true. iOS, Mac OS, and that's reflected in a couple of ways today. First of all, the design, and, and it does borrow heavily from iOS in terms of the look and feel of mail and, and the notifications and the notification center and the sidebars and everything like that. It, it also, just from a pure architecture side, from this mm-hmm. is pr- from the development side, so the architecture of, of the... I know that Apple are going to run silicon, their own silicon in their computers, but they've now made it so that from a development perspective, just on the development side, you can actually create an iOS app and a Mac app at the same time. Yeah. So they basically, since it, you, you press one button and it'll adapt it for Mac and it'll also but create it for iOS. You can actually run iOS apps on the Mac. I there mean, they go. just appear as, as normal apps. It's Yeah, yeah. It's, it's completely... So with, with that, I think this is all about making it easier for developers to encourage them to develop more apps. Yeah. So the, the, that, that's sort of one point there. They can make their iOS and iPad OS apps available on the Mac without any modifications. Yep. And But also, too, Apple's transition to its own silicon. This is huge. This is big because... With they're already doing it on their iPhones and iPads, so it's it's the A13 Bionic chip. That's their own silicon. When they yeah. say their own silicon, this means that Mac is going down the same path, and they're in this unique position because how many other companies make their own software, make their own hardware, and now make their own silicon? So it's they've got top to toe their own and, product. And I guess the example there is Samsung, right? So a Samsung phone is built by Samsung with like Qualcomm processors and Google's Android operating system. Yeah. Apple make the phone, they make the chip that powers it, and they make the operating system. Yeah. Microsoft make a Surface, and they make the Windows, but they don't make the Intel chips and the other ones. So yeah. it's a huge thing. Now, I personally don't fully understand why and what it means, but I understand that it's the development part of thing, that the, the porting of apps and different things, yeah. and they see benefits in power, performance without trading off one or yeah, the other. so the efficiency as yes. well. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is particularly relevant for MacBooks because a MacBook's a Mac as well. Yeah. So when, you, when you've got a MacBook Pro and it's running, the, the goal here is to give you as much performance and power, but your battery will last longer. That's kind of the holy grail of development with a, for a processor, a chip developer, is to give you that performance, but also give you the efficiency at the same time. And then they say this is a two-year transition. Yeah. And let's be clear here. We're talking about transitioning away from Intel. Yeah. Intel inside. Buy, buy Intel. And it was wasn't, how many years ago was it they moved from PowerPC to Intel? Oh, I mean, it'd be, is it, it was late 90s. Oh, really? That yeah, long? yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Didn't feel like it was that long. Uh, yeah, it was definitely... I'll look it up. I'll but look, look up. you, you talk, know, I'll the idea up. of Intel inside has it has been drummed into us with both, uh, you know, uh, the branding on air, the branding on on computers, been been built into us in such a way that it's it is a genuine trust thing, and Apple have a lot of work to do to build trust in their own thing. Now they have that trust because. We don't really care what chips are inside smartphones and tablets. Let's be honest. No one cares. The average Joe doesn't care. So they've built that trust by going, hang on a minute, ours are unbelievable, right? Already. We don't need, you know, anyone else. August 2011. So it wasn't a year nine Really? Yeah. That's not right. PowerPC hardware reaches vintage status having been discontinued five years earlier. Hang on. Transitions to Intel processors. So basically, they, they, they announced it probably in the early... A lot of the 2000s, 2006 or 7. Steve Jobs announced it. So yeah. he died in 2011. So it must have been yeah. earlier than 2011. Yeah, so he, he would have announced it in the late 2000s. June 6, 2005. Apple uh. announces its plans to switch to Intel processors at the Worldwide Developers Conference. There we go. Mm. 15 years later. January, 22, January 10, 2006. Jobs announced the first two computers in this series, the 15-inch MacBook Pro and the iMac Core Duo. And that's why it's interesting they didn't announce a computer. Yeah. Don't you think? They just well, announced an, an architecture. Yeah. They, they got excited about it. They talked about how they're running it. They, they're offering a development kit, which is like a Mac Mini, running the chip to, to uh, yep. core developers. And they talk about a two-year transition. They talk about things working from day one. We don't know when day one is. You know, yes. like we well, I expect... Thought, I thought it would have been nice to say, here's the first that's Mac that's going to have it. That's, that's what I was expecting. 
But when they rabbit it on for so long, it was clear they wasn't. Yeah, I did. Uh, I was. I did have my credit card ready actually to order. Did that. I? If they yeah. had, if they announced that, I would have ordered it today. Did did the demos impress you? Because what they were doing was going, "Oh, this is four K, and we're doing this," and I'm thinking, "I can do that on mine." Like no, I don't. I, I can do that. Now. Like yeah, no, I, I, no. I don't see it. Yeah, I can do that. On I, I got an iMac that's not even. It's it's probably just. I, I bought it. I reckon this exact time a year ago. Yeah. Ahead of the end of the financial year. Yeah. And my, it's got 64 gig of RAM. It's got everything in it, and it's it's still solid performance now. It, it yeah. does that all that already. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm missing something. I think the demo that you're talking about is when they were emulating the. You know how they were talking no, about Rosetta, video, Rosetta right? Two. Remember no. they were talking about Rosetta Two. So if you've got an older app running on the new platform, it'll no, still they were run talking well. about like the, a video a video editing app like Final Cut, and they were showing it in running in this new system. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Good on you. Whatever. But, but you know. I think the problem is, and this is the nerdy thing, who gives a rats, right? <laughs> yeah. But I I've do. had a lot of comments from people saying that they they didn't do the transition to Intel very well, the way they supported apps or supported hardware. So they've got a lot to learn okay. about that. Okay. Um, and they do need to make sure that it's seamless for someone. Mm. See, the average Joe, like I said, doesn't know what chip's inside. Yeah, I know. They just want to buy a computer and be able to run an app. Now, when you have an app, so I, here's an example: Windows 64-bit, 32-bit, 64-bit, yep. right? It's it's a solid example where you go, you buy a, a 32-bit system, and you try and download a 64-bit app, it doesn't work. Bap, bow, see and, ya. and so yeah. they need to make sure that the 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 naming around it, the usage yeah. of it, it's very clear what's going to work and what's not. That's all. The other point too to make is that, like my, I'm a good example. I bought my computer. Yeah, you know, eleven months and twenty five days ago, <laughs> which is still an Intel based computer. Yeah, how long will that be supported in the future Mac OSs? They're saying that the they Intel based Macs will be supported with new versions of Mac OS for several years. So there'll be a point where my iMac will be a doorstop because it won't be supported by. And I'm I'm assuming this is like five doorstop. or six years time. It just won't get updates. Yeah. Won't get the like. I understand. It'd be it like get the latest. Software. It'd be like saying my like 20, 2011 iPhone. MacBook Air can't yeah. run dark mode. Yeah, yeah. no, of yeah. course it can't. It's old. It's like your iPhone can't run iOS fourteen because yeah. it's, it's going to happen. Five. Yeah, but the problem it's now is these, happen for Macs. these things are massively expensive. That's the problem. Like yeah. I don't know about you, but the last Mac I bought was like six grand. Yeah, I spent about yeah. the same. Yeah. Crazy money. Yeah. Like you got to get a discount. You want to get? I got it through the media program. You know what? I didn't. You know why? Yeah. Because I needed it to be delivered. Before June thirty, yeah, for I, the invoice. I, no, I, they, as long as I paid before June thirty. No, that's not true. Yeah, no, they charged me. Well, I got mine well within that anyway. I'll yeah, take right. your word for okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> the tax department requires it be delivered. Yes. Um, oh, the, no, I had it. I did definitely the, had it. The you know, it's a lot of money, and so yeah, it's like the Sonos drama this year. You know, bricking an expensive thing very different to bricking something which we see as a commodity, like a phone. Yeah, absolutely. we see phones as a two to three year prospect. Yep. So bricking them, it's like, oh, well, I've got five years out of it. Who cares? So, yeah, I think there's something doing there. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think the average Joe is going to be too stressed about it. I do think Mac OS Big Sur looks good. I think it's a good design. I think they've done well there. And I think it, it carries a lot of the um, the design cues from the whole ecosystem yep. into the Mac finally, which has been long but overdue. It's a two-year transition, so they're not going to sort of turn this switch off overnight. So there'll no. still be plenty of support down the track. So yeah. don't panic, anyone. If you've just bought a Mac, don't think, oh, my God, I've just bought a lemon. Just going to work. Buddy Jacko just uh, nominated a MacBook as his Good luck computer. To we said, listen, uh, his, his, his computer, to be honest, is like five, six years old, his laptop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's in year eight now, going into year nine next year. And, we, and you know, I can tell it's not getting through the day because he doesn't talk about it. So, you know, he clearly wants to new on, but he doesn't have the balls to ask. <laughs> so I said, listen, here's how the end... I explained the end of financial year. I said, listen, I can buy a new computer because I can use it for work in the hours that you're not using it. Um, but you need to choose what you want. So he spent a lot of time. I said, go to JB Hi-Fi website, Harvey Norman, Microsoft, Apple, wherever you want to go. Look at them all. Yep. And he came out with four computers. So one was a Surface, one was a MacBook Pro. Um, da, da, da. I said two grand was the budget, right? Which is a lot of money for a school computer, but I said really it was a bunch me, of two k. I said let me let me tell you right now, I'm I'm spending two instead of one and a half or one two, because I want this to last at your HSC. So he's in year eight now. He's, he's got to get through year nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. Four. Years. So he's in year eight right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's. I cool. think that's is that doable. I think a MacBook Pro 
Yeah, my daughters actually, my young, my two girls went to the same school, and they had a Mac that lasted them their entire high school. They got a MacBook yeah, pretty in year seven. I said, look, yeah. if you get to year 11 and 12 and you're starting to do, you know, computer engineering or graphic design or something, there's always going to be a better computer in your life somewhere here yeah. at the house. Like, I'll always have a better computer yeah, for you to work okay. on, yeah. but it will not be your daily driver. Yeah, I, I did the same with uh, Hayley. I got her a MacBook Air. Yeah. For well, you know what? Here's the funny thing. Job. Yeah. We should talk about this problem. But it, two, one nine nine nine. Yeah. you can get a MacBook Pro yeah. i5. 13-inch, yeah. Well, like, why would you buy a MacBook Air? Yeah, exactly. The MacBook Air is probably too close to that. Yeah, one six nine nine is an i three. Yeah, I don't want an i three. I want an i five. Yeah, but that was my Mac- minimum spec. MacBook Air, though, I think the latest one is probably close enough now to MacBook Pro entry level standard. Yes, so but the, the best MacBook Air is almost as good as the lowest. It's like hundred grams lighter. Yeah, and it doesn't have the touch bar. Like it literally. Yeah. Was very hard. Does all, do all MacBook Pros now have the touch yes. bar? There's no, you can't get you can't it without, get it without it. Now. Right, okay. It's a very strange okay. thing. You yeah. just, it literally, it was it was almost not worth. I think buying people a are taken Air. by the design. They like the little the MacBook Air design. If you're going to buy that, sit them side by side. They're exactly the same, except yeah. one tapers off. One tapers and not yeah. much. Fair enough. It's very interesting. Fair enough. Two blokes talking tech, uh, episode four forty two. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden, covering everything from Worldwide Developers Conference in San Jose, all the way from the EFTM office in Thornley. Uh, it felt weird, but uh, we got through. And um, I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out for the rest of the tech companies and whatnot over the year. WWDC ahead, 2021. Hopefully we're there. Oh, I don't know. They're struggling what? over there. You reckon? Yeah, the case. They won't let us in? They're going worse than Victoria. It's in a year, mate. In a year. You don't reckon mm-hmm. they're going to get it under control? Could be a problem. Might be a new president even by then. Who Talk knows? to you next week, Stephen. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.